0: Did you steal my clicker? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, uh, it's good that we can be here together and we can continue our sermon series in Acts. And, uh, again, I want to appreciate Mars coming in and Abel, Paul, and Vlad doing all the work. <laughs> Myers was like, hey, everybody should come and see see how difficult this is. Uh, so we really appreciate all the work they put into it and coming and serving like this. Um, you can grab your Bibles and go to Acts 11 and we will read from there. Um, oh, I have my clicking thing here. Um so uh today I called the sermon a new name, uh Acts eleven a new name and that will make sense as we get into it. Um and so uh Peter is going to travel back from um from uh Cornelius' house and you go back to Jerusalem and then later on in the passage we'll see. We'll see how uh, Barbas go to he goes to Antioch and to uh, Tarsus and to get Paul and then he go back to Antioch. So, uh, but yeah, turn to your Bibles and uh, we'll read from Acts eleven. Um, yeah, let's do that together. Now, the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea had heard that the Gentiles also received the word of God. So Peter went up to Jerusalem, uh, so when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, "You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them." But Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance, I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descended. Being lowered down from heaven by its four corners. And it and it came down to me. Looking at it closely I observed the animals of beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air, and I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, kill rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, "What God has made clean, do not call common." This happens 3 times, and the and all was drawn up to into heaven. And behold, at that very moment, 3 men arrived at the house in which we were in which we were sent to me from Caesarea, and the spirit told me to go with them making no dis- distinction. Six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house, and he told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house and saying, Send to and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you the message by which you will be saved, you and your household. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as on us in the beginning. And I remember the word of the Lord, how he has said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave the same gift to them as we, as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus, who was I that I could stand in God's way? When they heard these sayings, they fell silent and glorified God, saying, "Then to God to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life now the now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, speaking the word to only Jews, to no one except Jews, but there were some men um, men. And he extolled them, all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church, and he taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Now, in the days of the prophets, now in in those days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them named Abigus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So, disciples were determined, anyone according to his ability, to send relief to the brothers living in Judah. And they did so, sending it to the elders sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Paul and Saul. This is the word of the Lord. So we read now chapter eleven, and you'll be like, Well, we've heard that story I guess, so many times. We read it last week. Yes, but <laughs> there's a point here to why we have to why it has to be um retold again and what are the differences what are the encouragements that comes from that Uh, because last time I talked about how difficult it was for the Jews to to accept this because their whole lives they had been Brought up in Judaism about circumcision, about the food laws, and then over time, other things were added on that weren't actually the thing, but became traditions. And we hear Jesus you say, "You've heard, but I tell you," he was trying to clean up some of those things. And so it's it's actually a con- contentious. We this is some of the big deals that Paul deals with in some of his letters that it's not so easy just to accept that you can become a believer without becoming a Jew. And was the Gentiles even to, to be saved? It's clear from the Bible uh, that they were, because everybody was supposed to be blessed in Abraham. But it was hard, and we see the same thing here, because basically they hear really good news that, people, um, that people, the Gentiles are receiving the Lord. Uh, they hear hear that from Peter, the story we heard last time from Cineas, to hear what the Holy Spirit fell on people, the Gentiles are becoming believers. But some people from the circumcision party, when Peter comes, the first thing to say is, hey, why did you go and eat with unclean people? And Peter's like, <laughs> Peter's like oh, okay guys, I just got to tell you again, like, it's, it wasn't easy for me, let me say, like, it, and he, he, he emphasizes this by telling this story again, and, and, um, and, and Luke keeps telling this story, because Peter had a really hard time accepting what Jesus was saying, and so did the other Jews. So it's easy for us to just like, oh, why don't you just get it? Well, it's really, It was a difficult thing to accept. And also, <laughs> somebody said, I think, a commentary, like Peter gets three chances, you know, he has all the three chances. <laughs> and the Lord says, like, don't say, like, don't say things are unclean. No, no, Lord, no, I can't do it. It's like, I told you, it's okay. <laughs> but he still, it's hard for him. So he shares that with them. And then he shares the story. He shares what happened. That Cornelius had sent for him. Because an, a messenger, an angel had told him that he would be saved through what the, the, the he would be saved through the message you would hear from Peter, and we read the last time that happens. Like even in the middle, of, like in the middle of his sermon, he's not even done. The holy, the holy, Spirit's, holy spirit falls on them, and Peter goes like, "Well, I mean, this is like what happened to us in the beginning. I mean, I, I think we should baptize these people. I, I, don't think we can. I don't think we can deny the guys that God is working here. And that's also what he says to them. He says to them actually what, where Peter and and john john said when they were in front of the council he's like are we going to listen to you guys or are we going to listen to god so he's like I I, I'm, I I i can't like i like i can't deny them this because god is doing this um so that's a, and then then you have you have a little bit of a peace uh, at least they were like okay 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 then then god has also brought repentance and salvation to the Gentiles. And they glorify God. And so why is that such an important story? Well, for all the reasons I already said, but also for what happens next. It's super important that the church sees themselves as one church again because of, of what happens next, or else they wouldn't send one of the best men to, to Antioch. So they, so the, uh, if you remember back, when when Stephen is stoned, the the people are dispersed throughout the country, and so some of these people they go like they go far away, Cyprus, different other places, Antioch, different places. But most of them has the pattern that Jesus had. They go to synagogues, so they mainly talk to Jews. But then we have these uh, <laughs> this this group that they, they don't stop there. They're from uh, where they're from Cyprus and Serene. They don't stop. They're just out talking to the Greeks, the unbelievers. They don't believe, and then all of a sudden, God saves all, saves a bunch of those, and, and a lot of like you have the hand of the Lord is upon upon those people, and many people are getting saved. And then, then what do you do then? So like, so the Jerusalem Church hears this. They're not skeptical. So it's like these are these. God is now brought in to Gentiles, so we'll send one of our best men. We'll send. Uh, the son of encouragement, we saw Barba's there. And he comes there and he looks at what's happening. He's like, whoa, God's really, really working here. A bunch of people are turning to Jesus through the preaching of those faithful servants. So he teaches and encouraging them and, and extols them to like, you should be, you keep people being faithful. And there's like, a lot of people get to know Jesus. And then maybe <laughs> Barba's in a, like he, 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 he encourages everyone and then he's like, okay, this is a lot of work. Maybe I can need another guy. So he travels to he travels to Tarsus and he finds Paul, and he's like, "Hey, I got something. Let's let's go on this um, um, preaching and encouraging uh, mission to uh, Antioch." And they go there, and they're there for a year, investing, encouraging those young believers. Now the church in Jerusalem, when they're going to send one of their best people to Antioch, if they didn't believe that they were brothers and sisters and needed to be encouraged. So it's very important for the spreading of the gospel and also the acceptance like who is in the family of God. Um, then I had just I had this one. <laughs> I had this like uh just a point about it's easy to just give actually, I actually had to do my sermon twice because I went too much into the whole thing about the Jews and stuff, but it's easy to look at Back and see, like, oh, they should just have seen it, but, but maybe just looking at like our us, like it's easy to do rituals mindlessly, and not think about why they're there. We have few rituals in our church, but we have the Lord's Supper when <laughs> we're allowed to do that. You, we can do that mindlessly, but that's not the point. The point is what it, what it, what it points to, and why it's there. It's there because. We're celebrating, remembering Jesus is dead on the cross and that he's coming back, so it's not a mindless ritual. It could be, but it's not. It's really about what's behind it, and, and behind it is the ritual, it's the relationship with God. and also so you can jump in this pool with not thinking about it, but you shouldn't. You should know that's an outward expression of the relationship you have with God. So that your heart has been changed, and you want to show the world, and that why that is why you would get baptized, so we just have to remember those things also like we can sing worship and just be thinking about killing a kid or or um not killing, but you know we you know me you know where I 'm getting at, but th- th- we can just be in a totally different f- mind frame, not really with our heart worshiping because worship like the worshiping through song is also. About the relationship behind the worshiping on the songs, it's not for the song's sake. The same thing with giving, we can give it to the church. And be like, oh, I hate designers. Like, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is like worshiping, is, uh, worshiping, and giving. You know, so giving and be like, God, this is part of my relationship to you, to bless these people. And we see that in the text too, like in the end part. But now I'm maybe getting a little bit too much ahead of myself there, getting excited. I think it's really a good. Um, I think we got all those things done there. But then you'd be like, "Well, just in just a few seconds." We, but there's this there's this uh, verse there in where where is that verse? I have a probably should have glasses, but I just bought a Bible with bigger letters. But now I have to be a little further away from it. Um. That is verse 26. And so in Antioch, this is like why the sermon was called uh, a new name. So in Antioch, it's the first place where the believers are called Christians. Why is that, uh, why is that something? Well, the believers and the term Christian now encompass, c- encompass something new. It encompasses the Jews, but also the other people of other ethnics. So now there's a people with one name. And so that's pretty, that's important as we go forward. It's one church and one name. Um, and you basically like, okay, Christian, I think this is great. I mean, it's a good history lesson about the early church. Yes, it is. Um, but what has this to do with me? I mean, today, like I mean today, I'm going shopping. I'm doing homeschooling. I'm doing all those things. I'm working um, so what does that to do with me? I think it's an, interesting, yeah, I think it's an interesting, interesting question, and I think there's some some things in me are like uh, it's not always a good thing. But I kind of have this rebellious thing against if I feel something is too overdone. And so I think sometimes there's a there's a <laughs> even I was doing this preaching, not preaching, biblical interpretation class, and and he was saying the same thing. Uh, so shout out to to you, Gene. Uh, that sometimes, like, at least in American culture, like, you have five points, this is what you do do, 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 no matter what the text was. And he's like, there's no way you can do that from that text. But, so sometimes there's a little bit of an over emphasis on, on application. So, yes, what is the f- main function? Well, the main function is Acts. in Acts is that we learn about what God did. We learn about church history. We learn about That is the same ground we stand on. All the joy of what Miles was saying, it is not, the good news about Jesus is not just for the Jews. It's for everyone. So that's what we learned. That's one of the main things we learned in this. And what we've talked about throughout the whole of Acts is that may it encourage us and spur us on to believe also what Susan was talking about. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, power of the Almighty God, to do exactly what He wants you to do where you're placed. That's different from all of us. But you've been given gifts and abilities to do that. So we're just that that is one of the main things in the book. So can you be a little more concrete? Well, I'll try. (laughs) I try I'll try. Uh, because we see some things there we we see that after the after the after the persecution that's that scatters the people uh, we see that they boldly share the gospel. The new believers are so impacted it 's changed all their lives, and they they 're dispersed out. Because of the persecution. And I think, in a funny twist of irony, you know, I, I said before, Paul tried to, you know, stamp out his fire and it, it spreads. And now Paul is enlisted by Barnabas to go spread this even further. So I just thought that was funny. But um, but they share boldly where they come out. First, they're to the Jews, they do through their own culture. And then you have the other guys, they're like, hey, let's talk to the Greeks too. They share boldly. So you're like, what does that do with me? Well, you have to look at it and be like, is that, is that me? Is I, am, I, am, I, am I impacted like these people by Jesus? Am I sharing that? And you're like, oh, now it's too personal. It's a little too much. Well, yes, it is. But that's actually, <laughs> that's actually what you wanted with application. Application is learning, seeing. And we're called to share where we are. Because you got all the power in you because Christ is in you through the Holy Spirit. So that's the application. We share where we are. And, and you'll be like, oh, but it's, I mean, that's just another thing to do after this huge list of all those things I have to do. And I know. I'm not saying this time is easy and I know many more things maybe are on your list. But I want to talk into that and be like, it's not, I'm not asking you to do more. I may be even asking you to do less and myself. But the things that I do, am I aware that when I am at work, when I am at play, when I'm on the Kilgibagge, bad example (laughs) for me, but you can talk to me about that. Where, Where I am with my kids are things I am to be a light to the world. I am to share this amazing hope inside of me. Am I aware so it's not about doing more things. It's about being culturating, worshiping together, helping one another. It's just like, no, you can be a light where you are. And, and do we believe that God still acts the same way? That his hand can be on people, your neighbor, your friend, your study person. And you'd be like, no, they can't. I mean, they don't even listen. God saved you your heart was just as hard as theirs. Let's encourage each other that he can still do that and he still does that. And that's why we're here. We're witnesses to that. But are we aware when we're somewhere that we're ambassadors? Oh, uh, I'm trying not to get carried away, but I read that passage again, one of the verses we read a lot, that we we have the message of reconciliation. We're ambassadors for Christ. Be reconciled to God. Um, and then believing, uh, still, just myself to believe, and you have the best news in the whole world. Nobody else has good news. They have temporal good news about pleasure, all those things that will never last forever. You have the very best news to share. So then, then we have the third. we have the third thing so i guess church history sharing the gospel and then are we a generous people and we see that we see that in the end we see that um that as soon as the churches and i think i actually have another verse here from corinthians to 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 read also but as soon as the churches see that they won they're like hey we want to help out we want to help out because the advocacy comes and says there's going to be a famine the new, the new believers say, hey, we want to help out. We'll send aid. Um, and, and Paul talks about, we want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God. So you talk about the Macedonians in this, in this case. Has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, the abundance of joy and the extreme poverty, they have overflowed with wealth of uh, generosity on their part. For they gave according to the means. I can testify but beyond their means. Of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this not as we expected, but this is the greatest point, And this is why we don't just want you to give. They gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. Seeing those believers give themselves to the Lord, they became generous because Jesus had been so generous to them—to let the Holy Spirit fall on them, to be in part of one people, God's people. Um, they wanted to help their brothers and sisters, and it goes—the chapter goes on and saying, like, it's not about—it's not about make it easy for some and hard for some. No, it's about giving when there is a need. Um, and you will be like, "What's the application for this?" And I think you know where that's coming. <laughs> Are you a generous person? Are you generous because God has been so generous with you? Christ has given everything to us. Are we marked as individuals, as families, as church, as a church, locally and globally, as generous? because Christ has been so generous to us. So some of those things up is like what is this for me? Well, church history and you are actually in one church, one people, one new name. How are you seeing yourself sharing the gospel with people? With yourself? encouraging yourself with your kids, are you aware that around you there's opportunities to share? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can do that in and through you? Are you generous? When you consider what Jesus has done for you, are you generous towards him and his people? Those are the things to apply from this. And you say, but that can be from so many places. Yes, and that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing. The whole thing comes out, but, well, who is Jesus? You get back to what Myers said in the beginning, like, who is Jesus? And so you, being out there, you watching, you don't know who Jesus is. Well, Jesus is the one through whom God created everything. Perfect one the one that was promised in Genesis 3 in the beginning of the Bible, always worshiped by angels, he comes in and he takes upon himself our shame, pain, and guilt on the cross and dies. But he doesn't state it. He rises that we can be be righteous in him. So whatever you are fighting with or against, and saying, I'm not worthy, or I've got sinned to sin too much, or I, I'm, I'm fine by myself. Well, both those two are synthesized or put together. And you now, in the cross of Jesus, you can be set free from those things and be included in God's people to worship, honor him, be with him forever. That's the gift of Christ. And then for you that I know that are out there, the believers, like, well, what do we take from this? What do we take from this encouragement here? You are a part of God's family. You have a new name, a new identity. Identity is always given, never achieved. This this world tells us your identity is achieved. thats not. It's given. It's given by God in Christ. New name. Part of one family that belongs to God through Christ. And let us just think, even it fits so well together by the... Mercy of God. Let those things sink in. Maybe every day take some things like God, this is true. You are, I am a part of your family. I am your child by grace. And let that joy just fill you. And let be praise be a response to that. The praise the greatness, the goodness of God, as we do in song by prayer. And then Paul writes about, was just a, ex, being so thankful of being a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away, the new has come. I've we I, I referenced before, we were invited into this new life where the, the, the enemy comes to kill, seek, and destroy, but I have come to give you abundant life, a life that real life, new life in Christ, where we lay down, our own lives every day, deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus into new life in Him. So let's rejoice and shine that light of Jesus to the people around us. I was encouraged just by <laughs> by this one story where I think Paul may Paul is maybe afraid, um, and God meets him at night and He says, "Don't worry." Nobody's going to hurt you. He's been hurt a lot. But nobody's going to hurt you. I have many people in this city that needs to know me. Just the comfort that he comes with, and he's just like, there's many people here that needs to know you. I just want to encourage you guys that that's through us, that by the grace that we've been given, we share what God's done with us. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time, this place, and just thank you for the help of the guys. and um, For everyone out there, Lord, if this was a hard message or an easy message, Lord, I pray by your Holy Spirit you would plant it in us. Pray the technical things would work so we can re-listen to it if there was too much noise um, around us or just couldn't concentrate. Um, Lord, thank you. Thank you. And I, I, just, I pray for myself first and for all of us. Like Let, let these things sink into us. Let's, let them sink into our hearts and minds, Lord, that you've saved a people for your own possession, one people from every tribe, every tongue, every nation. You include us in that through your son, Jesus. And we praise you and thank you so much for that. Pray that you would help us understand that better and better and better and better. Because everything comes from there, that it's not we don't love you by obeying your commands. We obey you by my commands by loving you, and we ask that you would help us to do those things. Help us never forget that this is a relationship with you, Jesus. Help us, help us to enjoy worship you. Let that shine out to the people around us. Help us to be aware, Lord. Help us to be aware of the person next to us on the sledding hill or at work or where you create opportunities for us to share and just let us shine a light so we ask for that in your grace and your mercy and I just ask for my brothers and sisters to give them great joy, let it may overflow out of us to your honor and glory and for our good and for our neighbor's good. We thank you so much for this time. Thank you. We can still worship you together, um, even though we are not actually physically together. But we thank you. We praise you. Pray you have mercy on our city and our countries that we represent. Give much, um, um, what do you call that? Give much wisdom to all the leaders of the countries. Uh, may you bless your name, and may we honor and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen.